0: Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review on WAYOLP Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Google Freaking Play, Freaking Spotify, Freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill-freaking-seekers. My name is Taylor the Sandman, freaking Lofton, and with me, as always, to my freaking left is freaking Doug Jordan, coming via his own freaking domicile from the great freaking satellite in the sky. Then, it's Sandy the Sandman, freaking Farkas, freaking joining us, also via satellite freaking New York, from Doug Jordan's garage. And bringing up the rear, we have freaking Kyle Risher, formerly the brother of freaking deceased Tadia, our, our beloved Tadia, coming from undisclosed location also via the great freaking satellite in the sky Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines This is our week of freaking review (laughs) Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers It has been one week since we last spoke and geez Louise, down on my knees what a week it was I am being hunted, Weakers and Tweakers They are after me the group home I have escaped from are out on the prowl and Jeez Louise down on my knees just when I thought things couldn't get any worse. I feel like Benicio Del Toro in that movie where he is being hunted by I believe a man named freaking Anthony Hopkins but Jeez Louise I am sneaky and I am crafty. And the aides from the group home cannot find my whereabouts. Because I am the moss man. I have been draping myself in moss weekers and tweakers from head to toe, starting with my helmet, down to my shirt, along my trousers, which I am wearing none and draped over my slippers. Covered in head-to-toe with moss. And if I get a whiff of those aids, I dive into a bus, head first. And I become part of the moss. So from now on, I am gonna go by Taylor the Mossman Lofton. And Jeez louise, down on my knees, I think we should have a great show forward. Dawson is still at our tails. Weakers and tweakers. Sandy Farkas could tell you all about it. Doug Jordan could tell you even more. And Kyle, God bless you. Because you haven't felt the wrath yet. And it is so good to see you freaking Kyle for the first time. By the way, geez louise down on my knees. You look just like the spitting image of Tadia, which makes sense because you are, of course, his identical brother. So God bless you. Mm -hmm. And thank you for joining us on the show. I wanted to have you back. Kyle, if you would like to say a few words at the top of the hour...
1: Uh, thank you very much. My brother was a very handsome, distinguished-looking person, so I take that as the highest freaking compliment and honor, uh, and thank you so much, and I'm very Well, God bless you.
0: And you have a something on your mind you spoke to me about earlier, and you wanted to get it out into the open, so please.
1: Well, yeah, um, you know, it's, uh, we got connected earlier, and I, uh, because i'm chasing down some money owed to my brother's estate which is now my freaking estate since my brother's freaking dead uh from doug jordan and i I appreciate you having me back on the show because i freaking love talking to you guys love being here but i did uh want to put a little bit of freaking uh flame to the freaking buttocks of doug jordan and ask about the whereabouts of my freaking money
2: I'm sorry. I think you misspoke a second ago. You said that your brother was dead due to me, and I just want to make it clear that I I had nothing to do with the death of your brother. And and also, I I don't even think that your brother is dead. I I think that you are your brother.
1: Well, the jury is certainly still out on how my brother freaking died and whether or not you are the man responsible for killing him uh, and owing him money. But I I can confirm that he is freaking dead
3: yeah i mean I can, I can go ahead and uh and and follow up on that uh freaking confirmation um as we all know i i, I was in freaking possessions of his freaking earthly remains um basically a freaking sack of dust um as 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 um yeah man we spread them so he's i can assure you he's freaking dead yeah we spread those asses so
2: God yeah bless well, you, you
3: made Made the ashes
2: yourself with just some wood and, and a and a metal trash can, and it wasn't his body. It was just it was just a bag of wood ashes, not people ashes.
3: Yeah, I've I've heard your theory on that before, and I just don't think that it holds any water. Um, and uh, and you know, uh, you know, um, uh, maybe 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 putting this flame to your buttocks was not such a good idea because you're getting a little hostile, and uh, maybe maybe you can just freaking um uh, take a step back, maybe. Well, I mean, it's not a theory.
2: When I found a trash can with, with ashes in it in my garage, it, you know, that's pretty proven there that that you that's what you did. So, but I, you know, since we're on the topic of you know theories, I did uh, in hire an investigator, uh, a man that uh, has helped us on the on the show in the past. Uh, his name is Marvel Givens. Uh, I called uh, Marvel up after uh, the last time we spoke uh, just because I was feeling a little strange about this whole uh, Kyle Richards fiasco, and I had had him investigate it, and uh, had him investigate uh, Casper, Wyoming, which is where um, Kyle, uh, if that is your real name, you said that you were living in, uh, and Marvel found that there was no freaking Kyle Richards in Casper, Wyoming, so... Uh, you, I don't think that you're uh, Kyle Richards. I think
1: that you're Tadia Richards. Well, that's uh, that's pretty friggin' hard to believe. I, I will say this. Uh, I don't know who this uh, Marvel Givens gentleman is. He sounds like a friggin', uh, and if you'll excuse the language, a friggin' dope to me. Uh, someone who probably is very bad at his job. Um, Casper Wyoming is a sprawling metropolis. Uh, absolutely brimming... Uh, With people, I'd say probably upwards of 3.6 million people uh, population total. So it's probably very difficult to track down uh, my whereabouts, especially because I'm a man on the move.
2: Yeah, and I think that you just Googled Casper, Wyoming, and and you just pulled that fact straight from Wikipedia there, the 3.6 million population. So is that true? or
1: I'll fact check it. Hold on.
0: Does sound like Tadia, and it looks the spitting images of him. I am beginning to be convinced that Doug Jordan is right, that he is Tadia, and Tadia has risen. Much like, God bless him, Jesus Christ rose on freaking Easter Sunday. Up from the asses he rose. He spread those asses that were rocks shaped like actual asses, and he came through from the butt cheeks, spread to the clouds, Doug Jordan. And came down and did a bunch of miracles on everybody.
2: And now he's here in front of us, Tadia Risher. He is back. I, I don't think that, I think that he just pretended to be dead or, or maybe he just wasn't answering his phone for a while and now he's trying to find a way to get
3: more friggin' money from me that I don't owe, owe him. See, from, from, from what I, I knew about the guy, is that it sounds exactly like something he would do, but I gotta, I gotta tell you, Doug, I really don't think it's happening this time.
1: Yeah, I'm just far too busy to pull off a scam like that if it was freaking Tadia freaking Richard, and I'm not. I'm freaking Kyle Richards, but you, you feel free to call me Tadia if you want, if that makes you feel better.
0: What is convincing me is that Doug says that he got Marvel Givens involved, and knowing Marvel and his abilities, this man, 400 pounds swift on his feet the most brilliant investigator this side of the freaking united states the eastern seaboard doug jordan and you know now that you have had him in your payroll because this guy is thorough and if there were a kyle rishers anywhere in the world he would have found him and he would have killed him i mean once you sick marvel givens on somebody he does not stop until they are dead I said, please bring this bounty back to me alive. When I tried to have him locate Sandy, he was going to kill Sandy. I had to stop him. I said, this isn't a bounty. You are not, I am not hiring you to kill somebody. You are just simply locating his whereabouts, please. So, so, geez, Louise down on my knees. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you.
3: And Uh, how was your week? Oh, geez. Um, So, I'm sorry. I cut you off there. Um, why you're going i'm freaking i'm i'm freaking drunk um it's a diggins, so i'm gonna be freaking honest with you and uh yeah and how's my week um it, i'm fine yeah and geez louise down on my knees we are
0: caught in the middle of a great radio war and sandy farkas is at the forefront he is like the soldier in the trenches and yeah. he is he is they are shooting him with gas and he is breathing all the gas in. That is the fish stink on Doug Jordan because he's working in a factory, and it—it's the electricity that that freaking Dawson has sent up his spine and into his mind. Yeah, uh,
3: yeah, and and, and um, um, a little bit of actual freaking platulance as well. Um, and um, But that oftentimes is a um, uh, um, burst, uh, burst from my own and loins. Um, Wait, uh, he
2: sent the flatulence up
3: your spine? Is that what you're saying? No, Doug. I'm saying that the gas grenades that I'm being hit with at the front lines of war is like the electricity shot up my spine and into my mind, m- manipulated by Dawson. Uh, the freaking stink of your freaking fish smell and, and just also freaking gas and general freaking flatulence. Yeah, but I'm not. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I was just confused
2: because I, yeah. I just want to make it clear that I am not farting out any sort of fish smell from my body. It,
3: I just smell like fish because I work in hey, a Doug, dog factory. Um, mind asking me if I will be willing to yield my time uh, next time you want to freaking tell a little monologue or whatever the hell that was. Please don't interrupt me. Doug, please don't interrupt me. You asked
2: me a question. How is that an interruption if you ask me a question? Oh, when did I ask you a freaking question? You said, "Hey, do you, hey, Doug, do you mind, uh, you know, asking me to yield your time for a little, a uh, little bit before you do a friggin' monologue Doug, and I If was you're gonna go question. off like
0: this,
3: you're gonna have to
0: ask to have your time yield. D- uh, <laughs> may I have the time
3: yielded? What the hell, Doug? Okay, mm. uh, Kyle, I want to freaking apologize. Uh, this is the way that he gets sometimes. Uh, it does not make great radio, but um, but
1: she's always freaking love the guy. You know what I mean? Can't live with um, him. And you. I understand. I just, um, you know, and I know I understand I'm new here, but I just wish he would yield, uh, ask to have the time yielded um, before he went off like that.
3: Yeah, we all we all wish that he would he would go through the freaking proper channels and make sure that the time is willingly freaking yielded before he blabbers about. How many? How many? I'm sorry. May I
2: have the floor? May the may the time be yielded for the floor, please? Very well. Yeah, go on. I mean, how many years have we been doing this show now? And, and I've never once
3: had to ask if, if I had to yield the time. No, see, I would be the one yielding my time so that you have, would have an opportunity to speak during my, my time. You see, what you would have to do is ask me, and this is always how it's been um, do you mind yielding some of your time so that I can um, spew my, my babbles? And I would say, uh, graciously, uh, Doug Jordan, um, you know, uh, speak your mind. Yeah, Doug, it's in the bylaws. It's yeah. clearly written in the bylaws. I think well, it was in the initial more,
0: draft. Oh, go
2: ahead. It was bylaws. in the initial
0: draft. Doug Jordan, yield your time, please. Now,
2: now, unyield your time and go ahead. Okay, uh, I have unyielded. uh I'm I'm unyielding right now. Uh, now, don't you think that just adds more time to the radio? No, I, that it's making a it bad radio if I just I did, think I have to say this every time. You
3: doing this? Is bad radio. I think you talking right now is bad. And and if you wouldn't mind, I would really respectfully like you to yield the rest of your freaking time. And I would like to get my time uh, back. Okay. Yeah. I, I I accept your
2: offer, and you uh, can go back to talking about sending flatulence up your spine or or whatever Just you were talking I about. Just say I
0: yield my time.
2: I I yield my time. The time is, is the time is nigh Don't, that I yield. After you say that, you need to shut the f- up, please.
3: Yes. Um, uh, my week. Uh, I, I, I watched Mrs. Dowfire because I'm going to dress up like a maid tomorrow and go Um. try and get into WXXI. This is so, a brilliant plan, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think so, too. Uh, I had to do some research. We watched it with the family. Um, it was a freaking hilarious movie. But this is where the whole flash lens came up because uh, Doug was breaking a little bit of wind on the freaking couch when we were watching and really sticking up the place because he had... Uh, Guacamole uh, from the Ortego Grill. We got takeout and uh, watched Mrs. Downfire.
0: And you guys didn't say hello to me while I was in the war room during service because I am not allowed to be on the floor any longer now that I am an employee and resident of the Ortego Grill. By the way, just wanted to add
3: that. Uh, yeah, no, we didn't say. Obviously, we didn't say hello, and uh, and you knew that when you when you mentioned it because otherwise you would have seen us. Yeah, I was aware because larry brown came into the
0: back and told me oh your friends just showed up and i said oh there are they here and he goes just left and i said well were they here a while and he go yeah about 25 minutes while well, they were waiting for their order to be made He yeah. goes, sandy fargus had a couple of mudslides
3: yep yep i was gonna mention that had a couple of mudslides
0: i said larry brown next time you uh, need to
3: tell me immediately when they are here yeah well yeah we said he said he said I can get Taylor up um, if, if you want. We said that won't be necessary. This is gonna be a real this is a real quick in and out thing. We got we're watching Mrs. Doubtfire tonight, so we gotta get back. Yeah, I love that movie. So
0: maybe next time I will watch it, and I will I will bring a cake that you that Sandy can stuff his face in.
3: You're like from the movie, yeah. Yeah.
0: So geez Louise. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you full of freaking our weeks news and discussions. But before we get to that, we gotta get to an all-new segment. With spring beginning to flower right before our very eyes. It is time to kick off the dust of a long, dreary winter and start freshening up. Earlier this year, weekers and tweakers from across the globe flooded the R-Week studios with letters of concern over the health and safety of Doug Jordan's house guest, Sandy Farkas. Although we addressed the issue on air, letters of worry continued to pour in. As a final attempt to right the wrong that has been done in the name of hospitality, we here at R-Week in Review would like to offer a glimmer of hope with R-Week's guide to freshening up. And, jeez louise, this list is provided by Jill Neistal, so, God bless her. So, the way this is going to work, we're going to go through a nice little list, talk about how you, how Weakers and Tweakers, and Doug Jordan himself, who houses Sandy Farkas under the grace of God, can freshen up just in time for spring. So, without further ado, number one would be, start with a clean slate. So, Doug Jordan, what you need to do is leave dirt and grime of winter behind. And this means maybe hosing down the garage if it's full of seed, you know, yeah. maybe sandblasting it off the walls. Maybe burn the garage down, build a new one, because I got to tell you, the seed is, you I mean, even a power washer isn't going to get it off right away. I mean, you're going to need something stronger, maybe some sort of ammonium nitrate or some sort of acid or i I watched this hilarious freaking show for a while, Doug Jordan, and tell me if you've seen it. It's called a freaking Breaking Bad. And every time once somebody dies, they will put them in a vat of acid and then they will turn into sluds. And then the sluds get sent off to a factory and people, who knows? So God bless him. Maybe that's what you could do, but your house could use a nice deep clean.
2: Oh, may i that uh, may i have the floor
1: yeah pretty, pretty sure the floor was already yeah, yielded to the you the floor
3: was the floor is yours doug I mean, we're, don't, having a, we're having a freaking conversation here I'm, yeah i'm getting
2: confused now because he said that i have to start saying it but then you asked me a question so i wasn't sure if i had to answer the question beginning with asking for the floyd floor to be yielded so Anyways, I'm not gonna clean my freaking garage. I don't live in the garage, and I also I didn't cover the garage with seed, whatever, whatever the hell that is. Oh,
3: I'm sure there's a little bit of your seed in there.
2: Why? Why would I go into the garage to freaking to spew my freaking seed? And why? Why would I have to do that?
3: Why do we all go into your garage to? <laughs>
2: to be honest, I have no, I have no freaking idea. Why? Why do you have everybody go in the garage and and freaking spew their freaking seed? There was no plan. It
3: just sort of happens. It's, that, and that, it really, it's it just, you know, it's one of those things. Once you're doing it, you're, you're like, this is the perfect place to be doing this. It's just a nice really? place to do it. Yeah, my, to, I, my
2: garage is just the perfect place to, to do that. Maybe yeah. a sander.
0: Maybe you could sand it off the walls. Some sort of high-grit
2: sandpaper, electric sander, maybe a belt sander, Doug Jordan. Wouldn't just you know, I don't know, soap and water do the trick? I don't you're understand do. how you're
1: gonna and you're gonna need something much stronger to get yeah. that freaking seed off the walls, Doug Jordan. Soap and water is not gonna
3: not gonna freaking not gonna cut it, it's I'm telling you. Caked on there, Doug Jordan. Robbing <laughs>
1: alcohol to start.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna I honestly think a putty knife might get the first layer off, the first couple of layers off. Maybe you need to deck brush the freaking floor. I
3: don't know. My my freaking plan was to get a, uh, not just a pressure washer, but a pressure washer that's would be filled with gasoline. And if I were to hold a match in front of the pressure washer spewing gasoline, I think that would probably freaking do burn it. Burn
2: the house down, yeah. It would probably well, burn uh, the house down while you did it. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
3: Well, it would get rid of the seed, for sure. And
2: what you're describing, really, is a flamethrower. It's been invented before, it's, you know. <laughs> He's right. Yeah, I, think that would, I think that would do it.
3: Yeah, sure. he's right.
2: All right, very good. Doug Jordan, you
0: answered number one. Perfect. So number two, organize before you decorate. Now, the last I was in your garage, that place is a mess. Yeah. belongings scattered all over the place. Clothes, empty bottles of liquor, brown bottles. Geez Louise, down on my knees. The brown bottles that are empty are now filled with a yellow liquid, which we will get yeah. to. So I think that these items need to be organized and collected. The yellow bottles filled with likely urine, maybe yours, maybe Sandy's. I'm not going to go into that, Doug Jordan. But I think they need to be collected, organized, maybe labeled, so that we can move forward in some sort of organized fashion. Sandy Fargus,
2: What? what do you... I'm sorry, Doug Jordan, please. No, I, I mean, you were gonna ask Sandy a question, so I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to yield his time. Yeah, I was for gonna say. Brother,
3: yes. I was gonna say, Sandy, how would you like Doug to start this? Um, that, well, thank you for that's a good question. Thank you for asking. Um, boy, um, I, I mean, I guess the first step would be just sort of to take the bottles of that used to have brown in them and now have yellow in them, and separate them from the bottles with nothing in them, and separate those from the bottles with brown in them, and. I think that would be a good place to start. But, but really before any of that before I can even wrap my head around doing that, we gotta get rid of the freaking seed. There's I I, I really I mean I would love to, to you know, I'd love I'd love to to to, to, to get freaking Doug back out there and, and, and you know and, and have some have some thoughts about, you know, where he can move some of my bottles, where he can move some of my clothes, um, you know, where he can use where where, you know, maybe maybe Give, pass them off, some of my my dirty dishes, but really before I can even tackle that, something has got to be done about the freaking seed. So um, that I've, 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 maybe I've made this clear, but that has got to be a freaking step one. Yeah,
0: and I was sort of thinking that Jordan, maybe during this time, would it be possible if Sandy moved into the house, maybe into the spare bedroom, maybe into your room. And that way he could really, you the two of you could really sink your teeth into this revitalization into making your garage a hospitable living environment.
2: What you are describing, my garage, was not this way prior to Sandy Farkas living in it for an extended period of time. So no, I don't want to open up my home because I am in fear that pretty soon that spare bedroom will turn out just like this frigging garage with seed all over the walls and friggin bottles of friggin' pee-pee everywhere.
3: Well, scattered and, and, and Doug, I'm not, I I refuse to, to go down into the basement because the basement is a frigging mess. It looks like a frigging bomb went off down there, Doug. I can't be expected yeah, that- to stay down there. That was a result of
2: both you and Taylor deciding to try and dig holes in the freaking walls of my house.
0: That's that's the moss man in me, Doug Durden. Yeah, would have worked too. What
2: does that mean, the moss man in you? What, what is the, mo- the moss man digs holes? Wouldn't it be a mole man then if he dug freaking holes? Well, a moss is
0: a, mo- the, the moss is a type of mole, I think. The, a green mole with long furry hair. I don't know. Maybe you're right, but it's Mossmanlovdin now, so thank you. Number three, bring the outside in. So this you would just be. just open the garage
3: door. Well, man, see, I was gonna say this is a bad idea. Bring the outside in. Uh, immediately outside, I, I think of well, I think of the Doug's backyard where the, there's a uh, well. We can just keep with the freaking uh, war terminology There's, there's uh, quite a few landmines in the back uh, There, uh, if you know what I freaking mean uh, Some from the dog uh, Some from the other dog And man man, with one or two from me uh, But bringing the outside in I would rather keep the outside out And, uh, and really get down to business On the inside
2: Yeah, I think
0: that's uh, a good idea
2: uh, Excellent, that was an excellent answer Thank you
0: Number Thank you. four, paint your front door so this is the garage. Paint the garage door. What color do you, do you want to paint it, Sandy, or maybe a mural? It's up to you. Obviously, it's your domicile.
3: Uh, yeah. I mean, i I'm, I would think that I would probably do. I would probably have to do a freaking mural. Um, uh, maybe maybe a freaking portrait. Maybe maybe a freaking landscape. Uh, I mean, there's a, a whole slew of freaking ideas that I have rolling around in my head. because uh, I've never been a fan of the freaking garage door. Uh, it is a ugly beige white with a few freaking chips and cracks in it. Um, and some and it's, uh, little, it's a garage door you're just describing what a garage door normally looks like well, and a few friggin burn marks as well. Um, I don't know where those came from uh, and, uh, and and it could definitely it could definitely use uh, we could spruce it up. What would you paint as a mural you and the friggin hot
2: priest kissing? Doug, you were
3: the one who says the priest I never said the priest was hot. Uh,
2: you I'm pretty sure when you introduced me you said hello, this is the priest and he, and he's freaking hot.
3: I would never do that, Doug.
2: He was hot though.
3: So he was a very he's handsome man. Still is, for all I, know. I don't know. I don't I don't believe we've lost him yet. Uh, I believe he's still I believe he's still kicking. Not can't possibly be doing well, but I'm sure he's still alive. Yeah. So,
0: geez Louise, down on my knees We have decided that yes, Doug will paint The garage door to Sandy's liking Number five, paint an accent wall This is a, you have four walls You choose one to paint A different color to offset The three other walls So you pick a color, Sandy, Doug will paint it You know, I don't The other walls aren't don't seem to be painted So Doug might need to put up some sort of Drywall So that he can paint the wall first So obviously drywall and then paint
2: yeah, there already is an accent wall. It's the garage door. That's the <laughs> accent wall.
3: Well, it's maybe we, maybe we walls. can. Here, here, here's and here's my freaking idea is beyond the garage door. We put up. Let's say we put up a freaking big hole whole big thing of freaking drywall. So basically, when you open up the garage door, it doesn't lead to anything. Maybe it leads. Garage door goes up, and then there's a wall with a door, and you open the door, and I'm in there. I'm doing my thing. Um, I'm, I'm playing. I'm probably playing with myself. I'm being honest and uh and then and then who cares what freaking color you want to paint the wall you know what i mean i just think that maybe having the wall would be
1: a good freaking step and doug i recommend you paint this wall uh pearly freaking white uh as to hide future seed oh that is a good idea yeah a a pearly white maybe more
0: of a boston cream color i don't know something a little off-white doug jordan
1: sure yeah
2: I don't see, I don't I still don't understand what is your you want me to put up
3: a wall in front of the garage door you said it perfectly you put a wall in front of a garage door so basically so instead I, instead, of, instead of don't interrupt me please so instead of me being surrounded by three walls and a garage door I'm surrounded by four walls
2: yeah may you, uh, the time be uh, yielded just talk what uh, I. This is what you asked me to do. You asked me to ask if the time if must be yielded uh, upon me,
3: I and didn't that's what ask I'm trying you to, do. to do. Anything. I just told you this is the way that we've always done it, and
1: I don't understand why it this now it's easier May, easy I, ha- it may I, I? May I have the floor? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Thank you, uh, Doug. Yeah, you got to make this a little bit more natural. I'm friggin new to radio, but you can't keep asking for the floor. Thank you. I yield, my, you. Time. I, I yield my time. God bless yeah. you.
3: Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Beautifully done. So Thank you. Number six would be
0: perk up your pillows. Now, Doug, I have been in your house and, geez louise, down on my knees and Sandy's bedroom, especially. The pillows are droopy. Unperked. They are the least perky things in there. The most perky being your wife's bosoms, but the least perky are these pillows. Limp. They seem stained, watery, wet. Especially, like I say, the ones in Sandy's freaking bedroom, which is
2: also your garage. So. Yeah, I, I did not provide those pillows. Those those
3: were Sandy's uh that he brought with him. They're soggy the, pillows. Doug, yeah. you're in, Doug, it's I mean it's not even the it's not just the pillows uh friggin on uh, uh, on uh, top my freaking cot. We're talking about freaking your freaking your couch freaking cousins. I mean they're they're all freaking limp, Doug. I mean, you gotta you're a collector of limp pillows and 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 if someone who likes a freaking someone firm that you can friggin' sort of grab, friggin' to, to squeeze a little bit, bring Get freaking nice and perky, uh, you know. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the kind of thing that I usually go for. And instead, you're friggin' throwing these freaking limp. You freaking flip-flopping. They're freaking limp as a Dickens, Doug. I mean, <laughs> they
0: they are limp as Charles Dickens, Doug Jordan. Old Charles Dickens, A.K.A. Scrooge, wandering around Fagin or whatever his name was with his. I mean, uh, Name's the name Ebenezer okay. ebenezer Scrooge. Well, Fagin was from. Oliver Twist. So, give life to old furniture and accessories. So, though, I don't know how you do this. Maybe spruce up Sandy's cot. Maybe put your bed in place of that and sleep on his cot for a while. Walk a mile in his shoes. And then you'll
3: want to spruce up the freaking garage. So... Yeah, that, I mean that's a good idea, Doug. Maybe, maybe if we, if you and I were to freaking, I don't know. Let's just, I'm just sort of spitballing here. If you and I were to freaking switch places for, let's say a freaking week, uh seven days, seven nights, you sleep in the freaking garage, uh, alone and I head on up to your freaking bedroom.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not interested in that at
3: all. Mm. Well, yeah, that, I we have, a, I have a house. It was a long okay. shot. But but then I think that you would you would realize that some of these freaking conditions that I that I live in are are not not freaking up to freaking certain freaking standards.
2: Brought upon by you. I mean you got the freaking limp pillows, you're freaking smearing your freaking gel all over the freaking walls or whatever you're doing. You're freaking inviting the freaking priest over to do the same thing that I just said. So I don't really freaking know what's going on in there. Yeah. Well, I do know actually. I yeah. just described me. You do. Blame with ourselves.
0: We all know what's going on in there because we've all been there, so. Uh the next one is fill nope, the next one is play with punches of yellow. So this one is I think what you want to do is take some of those what they mean by this is take some of those yellow bottles and take some and get some dandelion, some forget-me-nots it doesn't matter what they are put them in there and let them spruce the place up the aroma will fill the air it'll be intoxicating doug jordan and everybody will be drawn to that garage including
3: dawson and we'll be waiting yeah see i was thinking i was saying if we get dawson over here and we promise him we go dawson have a cup of this punch it's really good punch uh, Dawson we just we just we just friggin made it and he goes and he ladles out a freaking cup of freaking punch and he goes yeah oh, this is interesting you don't often see yellow punch and I go it's really really very good uh, Evan and he takes a big freaking gulp and then I mean there you go we friggin won we freaking won the freaking radio war yeah that's game
0: over Doug Jordan so num- n- number 11 and the last one is add a whiff of spring So, geez Louise, down on my knees. And Doug Jordan, you are by no fault of your own, except of course you have had been demoted, smelled like fish, which is not what I think of when I think of spring. When I think of spring, I think of blossoming flowers and the smell of dogwood trees, which are very fragrant, smell very much like the garage, like the walls and the floors. Of the garage in bloom. So in a way, the garage actually does smell like spring, but a very unusual moment in the spring nature, if you know what I mean. I'd think that you just need, I don't know, potpourri, Doug Jordan, help.
1: Yeah, some potpourri would be great. I'd recommend some potpourri.
0: Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers We got a great freaking show for you If you want to call in, join the conversation Call 513-914-6201 Tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two Without further freaking ado Our week's news and discussions starts freaking now Last week an Iraqi Baby Was the first child ever documented To have been born with three penises According to the Jerusalem Post Although uncommon, being born With more than one penis is nothing new Defalia, also known as having two penises, is estimated to occur once in every five to six million births. The elusive third penis, known as triphalia, however, had been only of legend until recently. Quote, to the best of our knowledge, this is the first reported case of three penises or triphalia. wrote Dr. Shakir Salim Jabali in a study published in the International Journal of Surgery case reports. According to this study of the child's three penises only only one is a true penis as the others do not have developed urethras. After doctors made the discovery, they tragically removed the rogue phalluses, leaving the boy with only his true penis. So, geez louise, down on my knees. This boy, given a gift from God. Three times over, Doug Jordan. And most of us, when we count our blessings, we only count one. This boy, for a short period of time, was counting three blessings. If you know what I mean, and now he's yeah, just three, like yeah, three p- yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Now he is counting only one. It's true. P- so this kid had a lot going for him. He could have been a star, Doug Jordan. And now he's just like you. Actually, you're more like one of the little ones they cut off. I imagine a little p- without a hole. Yeah, I mean, I was spitballing, but I mean, I got, God love you, and so
3: do I, but yeah. Um, I mean, Doc, did you just say that you, you, did you just admit on the radio that your doesn't have a hole? Did I hear that wrong? No, he said that I remind him of one of the freaking you said, my doesn't have a hole. Yeah.
2: No, I said, oh, a little without a hole is what I said, because that's what he's referring to. Yeah, I heard it again. It sounded like my, oh, you're just doing it mm All right, It well. sounds oh it sounds like you're saying your doesn't have a hole.
3: Nice try, dog.
2: That oh no, sounds like it.
1: <clears throat> sounds like it was a good try. I had a furry party this weekend where freaking everybody dresses up as bunnies and then you freaking have sex with each other and I would have killed for two extra ps during this freaking party. And that's my be- two cents. And this
2: is why I think that you are not uh, his brother. I think that you are just the same friggin' person that used to be on the radio show. Tadia Richer, everyone. This is Tadia Richer at his finest. He is risen.
0: We are speaking to him right here. He has embodied the
1: body of his brother, and the body of his brother is
0: now dead. And he has risen from the ashes like
1: Jesus. I'm going to have to disagree with you guys. I think this is a natural friggin' sex drive uh, that every friggin' red-blooded male has. Well, God bless you either way.
0: Last week, researchers published a study arguing that mammals, such as humans, could become venomous, according to The Independent. Scientists have, from the Okinawa Institute of Science and Technology Graduate University and the Australian National University, say they have found evidence that our genomes have the potential to transform salivary glands into venom glands under certain ecological conditions. Researchers compare the genomes of a myriad of mammals, including humans, and found a similar pattern of activity to genes found in the snake venom glands. According to the study's author, Agnish Baru, quote, under certain ecological conditions, mammals that produce more toxic proteins in their saliva have better reproductive success than in a few thousand years we might encounter venomous mammals. So, geez louise, down on my knees, this reminds me of one man and one man only. Dawson and that is why I have never let him get his teeth anywhere near me Doug Jordan because I know and I've been saying it for quite some time his saliva is ven- is venomous it's a venomous saliva with and he has an acid tongue Doug Jordan sitting there perched upon his chair he doesn't seat himself do you understand he doesn't seat himself upon the chair he perches on the seat it's a swivel chair Doug Jordan it's comfortable to sit on and he perches on there and now he's got venom in his veins and geez louise down on my knees it would be great to have an army of snake people to fight off Dawson and his army of rats but it is apparently according to this article a few thousand years away
2: yeah, I'm just confused. Is Dawson a snake person or he's a rat person? Because it seems like you're you're kind of, you know, saying that he was a snake person because he had, you stay away from him because his teeth. You don't want him to bite you, and then you said then you want an army of snakes to to take him down. So now I'm just confused. Is he a snake or is he
3: a rat? He's a venomous rat, Doug. And the only thing and the only thing that can fight venom is is venom yeah or a we mongoose gotta get our, we got it very true so basically we have, we have we have two options here either we find a way to to incorporate freaking venom into our attacks or we try and get a freaking mongoose maybe i can freaking sneak it into wxxi and let it loose when i'm dressed as a maid
0: put the mongoose underneath your underneath your skirt and then sneak her in and let her loose
3: yeah, yeah.
2: the goose is loose that's what you'll say <laughs> after you drop it off i right? could say that i could say that yeah i'm i'm assuming you will have walkie talkies when
3: you do this uh this mission yeah well we, yeah That. doug every once in a while you 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 chime in and you just and you make it all okay again uh yeah we should get freaking walkie talkies that seems obvious uh um circle get i don't know the saying circle get uh circle is a square
0: circle gets a square doug jordan Congratulations, Tadia already has two because of just showing up and being reborn, so you're doing all right, though, Doug. God bless you. Tadia, is it possible for a person, one of these snake people, to accidentally get into a toilet system, slither up into WXXI Studios when someone happens to be taking a rear-end poop and get into the anus and eat the person from the inside out?
1: That's a very good question, and the answer is, of course. What you do is you friggin' lather yourself up in a bunch of butter, you go into the sewer, and then you freaking climb up into the sewer system of WXXI when Dawson's freaking sitting there taking a freaking dookie, and you freaking go right up into his body and friggin' poison him from the inside. Um, a, flame a flame to the buttocks. buttocks. Yeah, Wouldn't
2: the poison in his, in his body uh, poison you when you were inside of his body? that's a very good question yeah, that's Doug.
1: a great question
3: honestly Doug. I, I think, think Doug should good. lose the freaking circle getting this weird thing because that was seem like an asinine question to me it's the p- point poison and poison poison doesn't beat
2: point well poison beats poison but it doesn't beat poison if you know what i'm freaking saying no now now you do have
3: your your circle is removed i'm going to need you to
1: yield the rest of your time
2: okay my time is uh, okay,
0: mirror,
1: screwing it up already
0: Last week, an Italian mafia figure was caught in the Dominican Republic after police discovered his YouTube cooking show, according to NBC News. Mark Farron Claude Biart, doesn't sound Italian, was recently tracked down through a series of Italian cooking shows he produced with his wife. Though the alleged gangster's face is hidden in the videos, his trademark tattoos gave Italian authorities a clue to his whereabouts. According to police, Biart was a member of the... Nadandjeta crime syndicate from the Calabria region of the uh, at the tip of the peninsula, Italian peninsula. Biart is wanted for allegedly peddling cocaine from the Netherlands since 2014. Biart was arrested in the Dominican town of Boca Chica and extradited to Milan, where he remains in custody. The YouTube channel is no longer active. So, geez Louise, down to my knees. L- thoughts.
3: Sandy Farkas uh, yeah. Uh, I mean I mean where where did we where freaking begin? Uh, I can't believe they finally freaking got him. Uh, I can't believe he freaking finally slipped up. Uh, I can't believe that he put his freaking trademark uh, tattoos on display for everyone to freaking see, and uh, and I wish him the freaking best, and we're all going to miss him a whole big freaking bunch because he was one of the freaking greats, and uh, and nobody could do freaking uh, freaking YouTube uh, quite like uh, Mark Ferran, Claude Biart.
0: Doug Jordan. Talk about his pasta. Talk about his ravioli. Talk about his pizza recipe. Talk about his sauce, his his grandpa's sauce or his Sunday sauce, please what would he do what kind of spices would he incorporate in his cooking and how did that fit into the cocaine smuggling back home in the old country
2: uh yeah i'm not really familiar with uh mark blart uh of the youtube channel but um you know uh, italian cooking you know probably had a can of, can of tomatoes and maybe a couple fresh tomatoes and then he would you know, make pasta with some water and it's flour, sometimes you put an egg in there. It depends on what kind of pasta you're going to make. Uh, and then you make the dough and then you would cut the pasta out of the dough and then you put it in the water. And then after it's done boiling in the water, you, you would you put it in a, into a strainer and strain the pasta and then you probably put it back into a pot and then add, uh, you know, maybe some olive oil or some butter so the pasta doesn't stick to each other. And then when that's going then you the sauce will be going you know at the same time as that so you'd be cooking the tomatoes and you'd cut a cut up maybe an onion and some garlic and you'd saute that up really quick and maybe add a little bit of uh, red wine uh, just to or white wine depending on what you were what flavor profile you're going for and then you would add uh, your can of tomatoes to, to, to bring the acidity in into it. Uh, meanwhile you would also have to have all your spices you, you know your red, crushed red pepper you you want oregano i usually just buy the spice classics one dollar italian seasoning mix and i'll just kind of toss that in uh in there and then uh finally you want to cook down all that uh all that tomato sauce so yeah, all the water cooks down and, and it becomes uh, thick and and uh and goopy uh, sometimes you'll want to add a little sugar in there just to, just to sweeten it up a little bit if you don't have enough time to cook it down. But if it's a really good pasta sauce, you want to make sure that it, you know, cooks down and, and it, it, it develops the full flavor. Definitely some basil in there, too, for a regular pasta sauce. And then, so then after you're done cooking down the sauce and you got your, your pasta in the, in the pot, then you would kind of just go ahead and plate that up onto a plate. Uh, and, you know, I usually serve my pasta with um, some bread and some butter on the side. And, you know, maybe I'll serve it with a the, with the nice red wine to complement the red wine and the sauce.
0: <laughs> Doug, would you yield your time, please?
2: I mean, you, could, I, you asked me what I would do
3: if I cooked the go uh, ahead, Go ahead and, and maybe yield your time now.
0: I, honestly, okay. I wanted to ask you a question about the Old Country Buffet, but now I don't think we have time. Well, I said Old Country during this story, and then I was thinking, geez, Louise, down to my knees, I would
2: love to go to the Old Country Buffet. Do they have any around? I mean, around here, though, we got uh, Golden Corral.
0: Last week, fans of the classic Robin Williams masterpiece Mrs. Doubtfire demanded the release of the long-awaited NC-17-rated director's cut according to Complex. After the initial story broke, director Chris Columbus said that he would consider re-releasing the footage, but claimed it was closer to an R rating. Columbus, whose films include Home Alone, Harry Potter, And the Sorcerer's Stone said that Williams would often ask for an additional 15 to 20 takes to improvise his scenes. According to the director, those scenes often went beyond the parameters of a PG-13 movie. So what I wanted to do was do a little roundtable panel discussing what would freaking an NC-17 rated Mrs. Doubtfire do and what WIT would look like. And it's almost a sight unseen, except we've seen the movie. Now we just need to add a couple of scenes. So, geez louise, down on my knees. I'll start. I know that there would be a lot more scenes of freaking Mrs. Doubtfire hanging brain. And though there were a couple of them in the movie, there would be more. Mrs. Doubtfire goes, oh my gosh, I got gum on my pants. Looks down at... Mrs. Doubtfire's trousers, and it's not gum, it's actually a wrinkly piece of a sack. And a, and I was gonna say the kids would be shocked, but that would be that that might actually get you the NC-17 rating, I believe. So, Sandy Fargas, what do you think you'd like to see in an NC-17 sack-filled freaking comedy?
3: Um, well, I, you know, uh, I mean, you know, having having just recently watched the film, uh, I did I did obviously when the, the few very few scenes that, that do arise where he does uh, hang a bit of brain, among my favorite parts of the whole freaking film. But I did find myself thinking I could use um, I could use one or two more scenes of just of full frontal freaking brain uh, brain on display. And um, I mean the the gum the gum situation you 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 described would be funny, but I was thinking more like. The, when he's on the bus and uh and the bus driver is like hey you got something you got something sticking out of your dress and she goes and she goes and she goes oh this and she pulls up her skirt and man, yeah, you freaking guessed it freaking there's a freaking there's a, a piece of some freaking uh sack uh his ball uh his testicles uh, his and his ball sack are, are uh, on full freaking display the bus driver you know um, maybe crash and Maybe get be so shocked. He'd freaking crash the bus into a tree. Maybe nothing would happen. Maybe we would just go, go to the next freaking scene. But I think that would be I would want that to be in there.
0: Yeah, Daddy Richard.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, uh, mine's probably not quite as brain focused, but it's when Mrs. Doubtfire is freaking taking care of the freaking kids and she walks in on her freaking uh, her son and there's freaking seed all over the wall. And she goes, what's all this seed doing on the wall? And her son looks at her and he goes, oopsie. And this happens four to five times throughout the whole freaking movie. And Sally
0: Field gets it in her hair and her hair sticks straight up.
1: Yeah. yeah, and he sticks his face in the freaking cake, and he goes, "This isn't frosting; this is seed." Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a seed hilarious. cake. Yeah. yeah, it's a seed cake. It's a yeah. hilarious, hilarious Robin Williams imp- improvisation.
2: Doug Jordan with the dirtiest story, please. Uh, okay, um, well, maybe at the finale uh, uh, of when you find out that Robin Williams is Robin Williams. Um, uh, you know, a big plot point was that Pierce Brosnan was allergic to pepper. Uh, but maybe instead of being allergic to pepper, he's allergic to friggin' dangly Johnsons, and so friggin' Mrs. Doubtfire rubs back into the kitchen and and friggin' rubs their dangly Johnson on his friggin' food, and then the food gets brought out, and then, and then Pierce Brosnan goes, did I just eat freaking dangly Johnson? And he starts freaking choking because he's gonna because he's gonna friggin' die, and then and then Mrs. Doubtfire gives him the Heim- Heimlich maneuver, and then a little uh, dangly Johnson flies out. Yeah, that would be perfect.
0: That'd
3: be, that'd be great.
2: Last week, researchers at Chimfushi
0: Wildlife Orphanage in Zambia speculated that chimpanzees may be placing a single blade of grass in their ear as some sort of fastened trend, according to the Smithsonian. Observers said that the trend began in 2010 when one chimp named Julia stuck a piece of grass in her ear and left it there. She continued this behavior over and over again. According to primate expert Edward Van Leeuwen, the grass serves no function and doesn't appear to communicate anything between primates nevertheless other chimps in julia's group have been following her lead ever since quote our observation is quite unique in the sense that nothing seems to be communicated by it van Luis said any kind of subculture fad in human culture could be the parallel to this grass and ear behavior so geez louise down my freaking knees when i first read this i was thinking it I hope this fashion trend is something freaking hilarious. And then I found out it's just a piece of grass in the air. These monkeys could have dressed like anything, put on MC Hammer balloon pants, Doug Jordan, and danced like he does in the song, Can't Touch Me Like That, or Please Touch Me Like That, or whatever the song is called. And- Can't touch this. I'm pretty sure it's Please Touch Me Like That. And geez Louise, Down On My Knees, these, you imagine a bunch of monkeys dancing that way, their tails sticking out, they're making mess in the trousers, but they're balloon pants, so they just fill right up. You could, how long would it take to fill up a pair of balloon pants with mess? Quite a while, Doug Jordan is what is a rhetorical question. And, and yield your time, but geez louise, down my knees, this freaking guy, this freaking monkey, Julia, name of Julian, is, could have dressed like anything Dress up dress them up like a pirate give them symbols they could all that could be the new trend and a music box and it would steal your wallet Doug Jordan that's what I was thinking when I read it, it turned out it was just a piece of grass in here but the, they're so freaking cute you know what I mean keep you away from them
2: it seems like we got to keep you freaking away from them you're talking about dressing up like freaking MC hammer and their freaking balloon pants filling it up with freaking uh, Dangley Johnson mess, or whatever you said, I uh, could
0: mess could be anything, but
2: I imagine the bulk of it would come from the rear freaking end. God bless you. Oh, poopy, you're talking about poopy, Sandy
0: Farkas, Tady Risher. Thoughts,
3: yeah, I mean, I, I, I yield my time, uh, to uh, to um, uh, to Kyle. Go
1: ahead and um. Uh... Um, I mean, I don't know why they aren't just dressing up as Mrs. Freaking Doubtfire and hanging Freaking Brain all over the place. If you're gonna be fashionable, do something funny at least. So yeah, all right. Um, uh, thank you for
3: uh, taking that time. Uh, I'm gonna re- re- uh, regain my time. Uh, I not, I yield my time to you. Very much appreciated. Yeah. Uh, I would put um, I would dress them up as a flying monkey from The Wizard of Oz hilarious little freaking monkeys with wings i mean that is who, who comes up with this stuff you know what i mean yeah uh-huh. uh yeah so that's my freaking two cents uh other than that you know i'm I yield my time
0: i am reminded of the monkey a f- bunch of years ago who got jealous of another monkey who got a birthday cake and it escaped from its cage and it ripped the face of its owner clean off in one fell swoop Whatever that case may be, Doug Jordan, And I think it would have been hilarious if that monkey put the face on over its face. And you have a bunch of monkeys, and you don't even know they're monkeys because they're walking around with ripped-off human faces. And they're going to see movies kind of like the freaking Ninja Turtles, but they got this weird face on, they're dressed in a trench coat, and they look like they might be a detective, but all they're doing is watching a movie, so why should I be in this business until they start fighting karate? And geez louise, down to my knees... I think it could be a big trend among the monkey community
2: and that's kind of what i was hoping just want to clarify may my time be uh, available for the let just go just Just
3: speak you gotta speak
2: uh just want to clarify that so you think that a trend would be that the monkeys are going to rip off the faces of humans and then put the faces on and blend in as humans because they'll be wearing trench coats and then fighting and then fighting karate. Just wanna
3: clarify. Well, after that. they go to the after they go to the movie theater in a trench coat with the mask on, they will find they will fight karate and they will find a bad guy. Um and, and then we won't fight.
2: we won't be able to tell that they're monkeys. Well, no, they'll, they'll take the mask faces. off as that
3: later. After they're done seeing the movie they take the mask off.
1: Well they no it. They go grab a couple slices of pizza. Yeah, they
3: they're, love pizza, too. They were monkeys all te- the these time. Are teenage, yeah, they're teenager monkeys who love pizza, fight karate. Uh, skateboarding. They're, yeah, they love skateboarding. They're all brothers, four of them. They're brothers. They um, When they're not wearing human masks, they wear different colored masks over their eyes. Um,
0: the only just, thing that worries me is that their leader is a giant rat and... That is a dead ringer for one man and one man only. Name a Dawson, Evan yeah. Regan Dawson, at WXXI connections. We may have trouble, like something we have never seen before. Doug Jordan.
2: I mean, I just—you guys are just describing the Ninja Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but as monkeys. Yeah, these are these are these are monkeys, Doug.
0: Weakers, tweakers, tweakers thrill-freaking-seekers, this has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week.
2: I could go for more of that guacamole from the Ortego Grill oh, if anybody's please, interested. Don't do that! Oh
3: my goodness gracious!
1: Uh, I think
2: that they're putting friggin' I think that they got I don't know what they're putting in there, but I think it's friggin' mashed potatoes. I think they're mixing in mashed potatoes with the guacamole. Yeah, just, those are just
3: chunks of friggin' avocado, Doug. It's, it's good. what the guacamole is. Doug they but, might be
0: fluffing them. Doug might be right. They might actually be fluffing them with friggin' mashed potatoes. They don't let me into the kitchen. With the powder, yeah.
3: I think you might have been onto something. Wait a minute. Did you mention that you are? In, are you employed there now? Do you do you work at the Ortega Grill? A groundskeeper?
0: I gotta clean in the. I clean in the morning. That it's for my for my room and board. It's not. It's not a job where I get paid, but it's honest work, Sandy. Yeah. It is lonely over there though at night. Nothing but the mice to keep me company. Is
1: that why you called me six times? Yeah.